0: Hey everybody, this is Allie Ciardo in the Photo Field Notes podcast. And before we get started, quick update for you. If you're listening to this on August 8th or the morning of August 9th, and I know a lot of people listen to podcasts later, so it might be beyond this. But if you are listening to this in semi-real time, you have until August 9th, 2018 at noon to enter to win my bride guide email series. So if you listened last week, I introduced this little giveaway. So that's the series of emails that I send out to my brides after they book for wedding clients. So they get one email every single week for about 3 months and it just preps them to basically be my perfect clients. So they get, you know, tips and things to prep and things that they can ask questions to and it gets them to trust me and like me more and it just it builds a great relationship. Um, you can enter by signing up for the Photo Field Notes newsletter at photofieldnotes.com and then you can get a bonus entry on Instagram. So you can find instructions on Instagram. Go to photofieldnotes and look for the photo. It has a marble countertop and a keyboard. That's the photo where you can find instructions to enter to get another entry to win. And then I'm going to announce the winner through my email list on August 9th. So look for that if you are entered. Okay, let's get into the episode today. Welcome to the Photo Field Notes podcast, where you'll find stories, tips, and inspiration from professional photographers to get you taking action in your own business and making your business dreams a reality. I love this episode already because this is the first time that I feel like it's really a listener-driven episode for the most part. So I turn to all of you to ask you, have you ever bartered your photography services for something else in the past. And so first thing I asked you on Instagram, have you ever bartered? And 76% of you said, yes, you've bartered your photo services. 24% of you said, no, you haven't. And then I also said, if you have bartered, send me what you've bartered. Tell me what you've bartered. And I couldn't believe the responses that I got. I'm so excited. So I thought that this episode, I was going to talk about all the things I barter and my thoughts on it, but I got so many responses that for the most part, I'm just going to share those responses and then I'll talk a little bit about my own stuff. And I'm just hoping that it'll kind of be fun for you to hear what people have done. Some of these are just kind of fun stories and maybe inspire you a little bit with ideas of things that you could barter, how you could start going about approaching people for bartering. Okay, so let's just jump in. So first off, we have Jennifer Baker at Jennifer M. Photography. She says that she's traded haircuts and colors. This is definitely the most popular one that people said. So she says, my hair salon was talking about wanting new photos for the website, so I offered to take some in exchange for work on my hair. I think I charged them my rate and they did my hair until they paid it off. So worth it. And then Lexi Meisenholder at Photography by Lexi, I think it's, oh, sorry, Lexi, at Photography by Lexi M. She had basically the same idea. She says, don't know if it counts because she's my mom, but she cuts my hair and I take their pictures. And then my friend Steph Smith at Steph Smith Weddings, she says, hair color services, totally worth it. I've been seeing her for about six months before we chatted about it. Uh, I said let me know if you ever want photos of you and your kids I'd love to do that for you and she just naturally was like we should totally do a trade so last week was my first free hair color session and I'm shooting her and her kids in a few weeks yeah I need to do this I need a haircut so bad and I'm so lazy about it I totally need to do this this one is by shots by Dino and this one just made me laugh Um, This one says, I once did a shoot for two pints of beer, if that counts. A random guy that I took a photo of a few weeks ago managed to find me. It was a candid shot during the celebration of Croatia's win over England, and he wanted me to do a shoot for him, but he didn't have any money, so I did take a few pictures. The following day, he invited me into a restaurant he works at and served me two pints. Not much of a story, and I don't really make money from my work, so I was satisfied. <laughs> so I like it. If you're going to do it as a hobby and sharing a few photos with a stranger brings you both beer and joy, then I say go for it. All right, next one. Megan Shepard at Megan Shepard Photography said, I do it for a local massage company. I spend about... hours with them every other month and get a free 1.5 hour massage. It's the best, especially during wedding season. Um, And then I went back and I asked her what types of photos she does for them, just to clarify. And she said, they actually came to me after seeing commercial work I did for a local jewelry store. She offered payment or trade, and I told her 100% trade. They're a massage studio within a hair salon, so I take photos of the stylist doing hair, um, headshots for both teams and photos of therapists actually massaging people in the therapy rooms. So Megan, I forgot to ask you if those are staged photos with the people in the massage therapy room or they're just actually random people, but I'm thinking they're staged. So maybe you can write me back and let me know and then I'll share the answer on the Instagram post that goes with this episode. Or you can just comment on that post and let us know. I would love to know that because I don't know if I how I would feel if I was getting a massage and a photographer came in. I feel like that would have to be staged. Um, But yeah, let me know. So uh, Megan also said, I also trade with my accountant. She used to do a few sessions a year with her family. So now she handles all my taxes and I do two to three sessions a year for her. I love that one so much. All right. Diane Valthove at Diane Valthove underscore imagery said, discounted Airbnb. Um, and that's one I've heard before. So I had a friend whose dad is a professional photographer and he said that he would go to Airbnbs, like pay full price for the Airbnb. So I never found out from Diane if you worked it out ahead of time or if you worked it out with a place you go to go back to regularly. But in this case, he would go to the Airbnb, stay there as a guest, take pictures of the Airbnb, um, like take beautiful pictures of this place. I think he would intentionally find a place that kind of had like somewhat bad photos so maybe it wasn't Airbnb maybe it was like home away or something like that anyway he'd find a place with like mediocre pictures but that he knew looked awesome he would take awesome pictures stay at that place and then he would go home and he would send like A gallery of those photos previewed watermarked to the owner and say hey I took these great photos for you I'd be happy to share them with you if you let me stay for free next time for this amount of time based on this amount of value blah 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 because it's going to help them book because they have better photos and he said that a lot of these owners would be like absolutely I would love to do that these are great photos these are definitely going to help me market so I think that's really smart. Okay, so then Jonathan Talbert at Jonathan Talbert Photography says, I did a photo shoot for a personal trainer to promote me to their clients. So side note on this, he does portraits and action sports. Um, He says... I gave a free hour session to them and they were able to promote me on all their social media and to all their clients. I've already gotten a few more clients because of it. It was a chance for me to shoot clients I had no way of getting in front of, who had no way of getting in front of me. And these clients would be able to most likely afford the higher paying shoots since they can afford a personal trainer. So it's kind of a marketing barter. And I like that idea. And if you go back and you listen to my episode with Zara Ashby, she talks a lot about how she has actually worked with a personal trainer and a realtor where she works with them to help promote her brand to the right client. So it's sort of a similar idea. If you go back and use, if you go to photofieldnotes.com and you search Zara Ashby. Okay. I also like this one from my friend Thor Rasmussen at Thor-tography. And he says, I couldn't get my internet to work the other night. So I called up my friend at about 8 p.m. and said, look, I take some pictures of your kids. If you can help me out here. He came over about 9 p.m. He might've fixed it anyway. And I might photograph his family anyway, but it felt good to have something to offer. And then Sarah Montague Miller at Uninvented Colors says that she traded for some artwork from a local landscape architect. So he draws these local spots in this really pretty unique style. Um, And she did a 10 minute headshot session with him as a trade for one of his prints. And then Sarah also mentioned that she's done trades with other photographers. And this is probably the biggest barter that I do. I love doing trades with other photographers for my sessions. So the last time I paid for a session was... I think more than five years ago, I went to Paris and I hired Ian Holmes, So, I actually had on my podcast a while ago. You can search Ian Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S, um, for that interview. So he lives in Paris and I basically Googled English speaking photographer in Paris and I ended up hiring him and it was worth every single penny. But now when I'm looking for local photos, I usually try to just do a swap with a photographer friend because I know enough people in the area. So actually just like a week ago, two weeks ago when I was on vacation with my friend, Jess, who's a family photographer. She's just outside of Chicago. Her company's Bella to photography. Um, We did a swap where one night she photographed our family. We went down to the beach, we took family photos. And then later in the week, I took photos of her family. So we went down to the beach, took photos of her family. And then we both, we kind of actually like helped each other pick out the photos that we wanted to have edited. And then we each edited our photos and just delivered the digitals. Um, and then I know some photographers will actually swap raw files if they're comfortable with each other and that way each person can actually just edit in their own style if they're using it for marketing like headshots for marketing and our I think we did this with our Tuesday Together Rising Tide Society group we all decided to go out well there were maybe how many four or five of us we decided to go out earlier this spring and just do kind of like headshot swaps like portrait swaps individual individual photos of each of us so So we all went and we would have one person at a time kind of like be the subject and we would all take photos and direct from different angles and then I think if I remember right I'm pretty sure we then just like delivered the raw files to each other and said go ahead and edit this however you want and then we all agreed that we were okay with just letting each person use the photos without credit so that they weren't, they didn't have to credit us each time, but none of us had to. So we all had kind of that free range ability to use those photos. And in that case, obviously we all had to be comfortable with that for that to work. So that's what we did. Um, I've also done second shooting swaps. So I had another photographer a couple years ago ask if I wanted to swap second shooting. And we basically just each second shot one wedding for the other person Um, And then another friend brought up the idea of second shooting to buy off some gear that I wanted to sell. And I like that idea, but I want to double check with my accountant just to make sure that I'm good to go on like selling the gear and tax stuff is all good if I do that swap. Um, And then, okay, so I have a couple of bigger swaps that I've personally done. The biggest one just in terms of like how often I do it is definitely swapping photos with other photographers. But sometimes I've done swaps that actually included like mm, more tangible things. So one that I did was with the company Semi Handmade. So we redid our kitchen about four years ago and Semi Handmade is a company that does these doors that are kind of like a little bit nicer doors that go on Ikea kitchens. So we did an Ikea kitchen, but we wanted the doors to be just like a little higher end. So they do the faces. So basically everything inside is Ikea, but the faces that you see are this company called Semi Handmade. I love them. I took all these pictures of our kitchen and got it featured on House and uh, a couple different places. And I think I tagged them on Instagram. Oh, this is a big one. Like tagging companies on Instagram. That's how I've had people approach me with these ideas. Where when I tag their product and I have a great photo of it, that's where it all started. So that's, I guess, like something to think about. <laughs> so I had tagged some pictures of our kitchen And I may, I can't remember if I ever emailed them to show them the feature um, once it was featured on House. but basically they caught wind of these photos and they asked if they could use them. I think it originally started out as just like use them with credit. And I was like, sure, I'm so excited about this kitchen. Let's do it. Um, And then they ended up, the owner actually ended up writing back to me and saying, hey, if you ever have another project that you're interested in, we would be willing to basically give you the product for free in exchange for photos and so I did a design in my office and it's maybe like fifteen hundred dollars worth of cabinet faces and they sent them to me for free I think I just paid shipping and they did they sent me all the product for free and then in exchange, I took photos of it. And I also, as I'm working on finishing the office, told them that if I, you know, if I can, I'll get it featured through different resources. So that's not necessarily part of the deal. But the photos that they can then use are a big thing for them. Um, in that case, it was such a big deal that we ended up doing a contract. So it was actually an exchange where it was, we didn't necessarily have a personal relationship. So we did an actual written signed contract that said, this is the agreement. This is the trade that we're making. Um, one more that was like a little bit more casual was Chris Scott, who you've heard on this podcast. He talks all about selling products, making more money in your photography business with through products. So if you search Chris Scott on Photo Field Notes, you'll find his episode. So we've become friends over time and I had shared some photos with him. And then I put together a video just from my own company, which actually will lead into the next barter. I'll tell you this in about in just a second. So I showed him or I shared in his group this video that I had made that walks my clients through the steps that I use to design wall art for them, and he got in touch with me and he asked if he could use some of the clips for his own stuff. And I was like, I am certainly not a videographer, but I had bought just a basic, uh, like Sony camera and crane gimbal things so that it would be smooth. And I was like, okay, I. I You know, I guess I could give you these. I have no idea what the value would be, what the trade would be. So he ended up essentially giving me just like a lifetime access membership to Swift Galleries in exchange for some of these assets that he can use to market. So um, and I was totally satisfied with that. That was something that I had already created. I had no other use for and I absolutely use his tool all the time. So that was a really worthwhile trade. Um, Okay, so and that leads into I'll try to remember to come back to this, but that leads into another probably the biggest barter ongoing barter trade that I have going on right now. So in January, I had lunch with my friend Emily Dawson from a company called All Grand Events, and she does florals and event styling. And she has this really big space in town where it's one part like warehouse for all of her event styling stuff, one part where she does all her florals, one part that's a showroom. She has an office for meetings. She has this kind of entry space with really great natural light that's really fun for styling photos, all these great spaces. So we had lunch in January and we were talking about how we could work together, I think just to kind of help cross promote each other more. And we basically decided that I was, I had had a studio, like a co-op studio that wasn't, I wasn't in anymore. So I was meeting clients at coffee shops and I had loved having a studio and having the space where I could display my work and show them products. And it was just easier to have. I had a great little mobile setup and I absolutely think that's something that I could, I could easily get by with, but I loved the idea of having that wall art up. So we decided to do, we did a contract and we did an exchange where I take photos, I'll come over and take photos of her work, her floral design, just in her space, that really beautiful room with the great natural light. So it's not necessarily the full setup. It's just like really quick and simple photos. And then I use her office for meetings. And then with that, I ended up putting up a big gallery wall. So that is where the video came from that Chris Scott ended up um, using. I used the wall design in her studio or in her office to create my video for my clients to show that whole process. So she kind of helped me out where she like posed or she she acted through like going on the computer and holding up the camera to take the picture to walk my clients through how that process works because we were actually doing it together. And then I installed this big wall art display that shows her stuff that we've worked on together. So weddings that we've done together with her florals or her florals in it just kind of a collaborative representation. And then we did a card together. We just did this where I went out and I got testimonials from people who we've worked with together. And then that can live in that office. So either one of us can pass it out. It's this card with photos of collaborative, like images I took of her work, our collaborative weddings. It's just a really great cross promotion. It's a great way for me to have a space where I keep my albums. They see my wall art. She has parents come in and say, hey, I like that wall art design and she can just promote me just for wall art design. All of these things are great possibilities. Um, so we started out with a contract and initially it was kind of open-ended. It basically said like, we'll take photos at each other's discretion of how much time we have. And then I realized that I was a little overcommitted with taking too many photos for her. So I went to her and I just said, hey, I can't take as many photos as I'm taking. So I said, what if we do once a month, I'll take photos. And it usually works out when I have a meeting there anyway, or it's close to my kid's daycare. So I can just go there kind of like around the time that I'm picking them up from daycare anyway. And so once a month I'll go and I'll take those photos for her. They're really quick edits because it's all in one simple place, like batch edit, everything's very similar and sometimes she'll jump in them um, but it's just it's great branding stuff for her um it's great cross promotion she promotes it to her 7000 Instagram followers and what was i going to say about that um oh and then i also use it for stock photography so I will put up a frame. I keep some frames at her place, and so I can throw a frame up on the wall. She'll design these cute little, like sometimes simplified florals that look more like what you'd put in a home, and then I can take the picture of an empty frame with some cute little florals, and I can just use that frame to then insert later photos that I want to share on Instagram so that I can show my clients what their work is going to look like hung up on a wall. So I do that too. So she's actually helping me create these stock photos, which is really cool. Oh, and one more thing. This is this is important too. She's also just become a really good friend. So I had a meeting there last week. It was on Friday and I was heading up north for a family reunion literally after that meeting. And I walked in, we're, we always just like chat through how's wedding season going, how's everything going, fun new ideas. And when I saw her, so I had, a, I had my meeting, my client came in and I was showing them this like horrendous poison ivy that I had all over my arms, basically like arms and legs, just like the most painful, horrible poison ivy. If you've ever had poison ivy, oh, we can like join a pity party together because it's just awful. I still have it. It's awful. Um, But she's just such a good friend. So as I was in my meeting, she's like, hey, I'm going to run across the street to the store and I have this stuff that I highly recommend for you. And she just went and she bought me like the tech new Poison Ivy scrub and spray And it was just so sweet. Like it's truly just become a friendship and I absolutely value everything about that. So I think it's great when it's more than just a barter where it's actually like this long-term kind of partnership, friendship, you really both get something out of it. So anyway, I just... I love the idea of bartering. I think the possibilities are endless. I think you can get super creative with it and maybe use it to do something like a little more luxurious for yourself. Go to the spa, make a trade with a salon. And then bonus, if you can write out a basic agreement where they're sharing your work and they're kind of helping to market you too. Um, One thing I think I should do is find a college student at Michigan State who would like trade weeding my yard for some photos because... I never want to weed my yard again after getting poison ivy all over my body. So I might just put that out there on Instagram or something and see if somebody will come and just like weed my garden and I will take photos for them. I would much rather be taking photos than weeding any day, so obviously figure out what you're comfortable trading, but don't be afraid to bring it up. I'm always talking to my friend Jess, Jess McCroskey, hey, um, and about how she's just not afraid to ask for anything. So she's just like, hey, if they say no, oh well, but if I don't ask, I'm never gonna get it. So I love that attitude of just going out there and asking, just like, hey, you don't have to say yes to this, but just an idea. What do you think? All right, so first, <laughs> I'm like all over the place. First of all, I. I loved this episode. I loved the listener contributions that I got. So I might try to do a future episode where I share more of your contributions. So here's a thought. I'm thinking, go ahead and send me in a message at Photo Field Notes, your craziest or your most embarrassing story As a photographer um, or stories. So, if you've had a crazy experience to share or an embarrassing experience to share, then you can go ahead and message me at Photo Field Notes on Instagram. And if it's embarrassing or if it's a story that you don't really want credit for, you can let me know if you want it to be anonymous and I can definitely do that for you. All right, last thing I have a little freebie for you that goes along with the episode. So, I talked about how I do those styled photos with the frames with Emily at all grand events. And I'm going to give away one of those images to you. If you go to PhotoFieldNotes.com slash barter, you can download that image. You can use it on Instagram, on your website. It's a really cool image. It shows a framed print where you can stick in your own photo so you can show clients what their work will look like on a wall. Um, And then also shows styling ideas. So it's got some pretty flowers. It has the little console table and an album underneath it. It's really cool. I love it. I'm super excited to share it. So if you do use it, be sure to tag all grand events and that gives Emily credit for her awesome floral work that she did. All right, so photofieldnotes.com slash barter to get that free image and at photofieldnotes to send me your embarrassing or your crazy story as a photographer. That does it for this week. (laughs) Thank you all so much for contributing. I Love you all so much. So be sure to follow along at Photo Field Notes and go to PhotoFieldNotes.com to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. All right, everybody, take care. See you soon. Thanks for listening. Check out show notes at PhotoFieldNotes.com. And if you loved this episode, leave your review on iTunes. See you next week.